this is the second time I've started this. I'm a bit all over the place today because it's um, it's morning, well, nearly lunchtime, because we're going out this afternoon and therefore I'm home to do the podcast early. I'm just, I've just waffled on worse nonsense than normal, uh, so I've decided to restart it. Uh, so this is my second go at it. Welcome to episode 134 of Mr. Burt Pons. Yes, I think I'm a little bit out of it because I've just got back from a run. Um, I'm not sure what was a car. I can hear a car and I can't see where it is, which is really irritating. Um, I, I'm not sure doing a podcast after a run is a really good idea. I think I'm a bit hyper. Um, so, uh, yeah. So anyway, the big news is... Uh, I managed, for some strange reason, I managed to get up every morning last week and do one of Adrian's uh, days for her 30-day thing, which is called, has the general term, uh, centre. So she basically, every January, I think she does 30 days programme for you to go through, which you can either go through every single day or, you know, whatever you want. Um, <clears throat> I found it too much to do over the weekend. Uh, and by Friday, to be honest, I did it Monday to Friday every morning when I got up. By Friday, most of my muscles were hurting. Um, that's the thing with yoga. You think it's nice and gentle, and it's uh, not. Um, it is like going to the gym. It really is. Oh, she did a call cool one on Thursday, I think, called fan. She always has a um, an adjective, which she said, jokingly said something was about going to fan the flames of passion, and then said, or... Oh, fan your core strength uh, and it certainly did because my core strength is still hurting um, I think that was fanned a bit too hard um, anyway she's got a meditative one tomorrow so we're looking forward to that obviously um, but yeah she does nice it's a nice mixture of things some are really energetic some are uh, more focused on the breathing um, she does lure you in like all yoga teachers it all starts all very nice and lovely and happily and eyes closed and meditative and then 10 minutes later you realize you're on a boot camp and you're about to die so um yeah no yeah she's she's great actually so that was all that so i did that so i'm actually on day eight so normally i'd have been on had i been doing uh, this as i normally do it once every monday i'd be on day three i'm actually on day eight so i had a run uh, and it's lovely outside. It's a bit icy, but it's and it's very very cold. But it's okay when you're running, and uh, it's sunny as well, which is so it's nice. It was actually quite pleasant. I didn't go up to Ali Pali because I thought it might be a bit slippy, so uh, I ran a sort of pavement one, which was less pastoral, but um, it was fine. And then I came back and sat down to this and didn't make a very good job of it. So uh, yeah, we're on version two now. So, and then I looked at my diary and had absolutely no memory of what I did last week, which was great. Um, um, last weekend, I did, no, I only worked Saturday. Uh, and I worked Saturday and Wednesday. I'm not sleeping well on the double show days, which are Wednesday, Saturday and Sunday. I don't know whether, I, I'm just quite... I've got a bit of, um, it's more than an earworm. I've got this thing with one of the songs in the show that I just, just sort of unconsciously rumbling on in my mind all the time, or seems to be. And sometimes I just start singing it or tapping my fingers to it, and it's a few seconds 
actually before I'm where I'm doing it, it's the same song. It just goes on and on and on and on. Um, and it goes through my head when I go into bed and it's really difficult to stop it. So it is like an earworm, but it just feels worse than that. So that's been that and just, I think being, it's quite a, it's not a relaxing show. And I'm actually, despite the fact it's busy, I'm a little bit bored on it. Um, it's, it's a bit of a weird one, but, um, anyway, it's finished next weekend. Um, so yeah, so I've been sleeping very well the odd night and then I get really cross. Um, and fussy crusty the next day, but I, I'm hoping I've broken that pattern. Uh, I've been doing lots of cooking because my weekends have been busy, so I've had to get lots of cooking in on my days off. Uh, and Zoe's in full swing now, so I'm doing the Zoe program, which I'm not going to repeat about. You'll just have to go back and listen to past podcasts if you don't know what it is. Um, so basically, my gut uh, microbes and my uh, fat. You know, my blood fat and my blood sugar have been monitored, uh, analysed, and I'm, I've now got a... It's not a programme, but it's just basically I put in to it everything I eat, and each food I eat gets um, a mark, for want of a better word, out of 100. So things that are really good get uh, high up in the 90s, 80s, 90s, and things that are bad for you are sort of down in the uh, less than 10, 20. So those things, uh, you're not meant to not eat anything but the high ones you can eat like constantly and the low ones you should just eat every now and then um and then the idea which i didn't realize when i started all this the idea is you sort of have a total at the end of each day and the aim is to get your total to 75 or more uh i've been getting mostly over 70 and then i get really cross when i get a low one um, and I was really cross actually the other day because I ate loads of stuff that was all good for my blood. My blood fat's the worst thing. Um, and then I still got told I'd eaten too much flipping fat. And I got marked down. So I was really cross about that. Uh, but the worst thing I can eat is sausages, uh, which I get really low points for. Uh, the high stuff is the stuff you can imagine, like greens, nuts, stuff like that. So I've altered my eating very little, but very successfully. So I basically now have a load of nuts because you're still meant to eat five different plants a day. You aim to be eating five, uh, 30 plants uh, a week. So um, I have been putting mixed nuts. It is a bit bird seed like, but it's fine on my porridge in the morning. Uh, and then because I haven't been eating any fruit, as I didn't realise until I started this, apart from my banana in the morning, I make myself fruit salad and have that at lunchtime. And that's made, th- those two things have made such a difference. Uh, it's amazing. So I'm actually feeling fine and I am feeling more energised. Um, and I am, I have to say, I'm craving sugar a lot less. Um, but I still want to eat. I still like having tea and cake and stuff, but... I'm not um, I'm not craving it as much, which is good. I don't need to lose weight. That's not the problem. I'm actually focusing on my blood fat because I got I got my gut and my blood sugar were um, were marked up in the eighties as excellent, and then my blood fat was only good. I think it was down in the sixties. So although it's it's fine, um, I'm very competitive with these things. So I've got to get my blood fat uh, mark up. So because I'm on stupid statins anyway. So, um, yeah, so it's, it is very interesting. It's very, very American, which annoys me. And you get these sort of lessons and it's all, wow, gosh, 
yes, I can do that. Tell me more. And I get really fed up of all that. And they do little quizzes that if you don't answer them, uh, it still tells you you've done a remarkable job. Awesome is a word they use a lot. And um, so you, I, you just, it's a tool. You take from it what you want to take from it and you ignore what you want to ignore, which is all fine. So I'm quite happy with it, actually. I'm not going to do it forever. But, um, yeah, so uh, that's... I'm very competitive, you see, so I've got to get my I've got to get my points up. But the idea gen, generally is to be eating food which gives you fifty plus points. Uh, so it's nothing. It's no ma- massive drastic changes unless you're eating uh, ultra processed fast food, you know, uh, all day every day, which I'm not. Um, and you don't have to go vegetarian or anything. You just have to eat more plants. So yeah, so I actually quite like it. Um, and then you do a little reflective thing at the end of the day saying uh, what your visit to the toilet's been like, how your sleep's been, how your energy levels are, and um, how hard. What was the other one? There's another one. And then there's also a, Zoe, and a separate Zoe thing going on at the moment, which is a habit tracker, which I think I mentioned when I'm doing my breathing every day. Uh, so I'm, I feel I'm doing lots of healthy things at the moment. And my mood is actually fine. It, was, it wasn't very good over Christmas. I'm actually feeling all right at the moment. So, um, yes, and so yes, it was a bit, I don't really know what I did last week. I worked a lot. Uh, I'm obsessing over my Zoe points. I did lots of cooking because I was busy over the weekend. Uh, we're going to go to the cinema on Friday, but the two films we were going to see were both about three hours long, so that didn't happen. What did we watch instead? Oh, Tutti Fruity. So I can't recommend Tutti Fruity uh, highly enough. Uh, it's on BBC iPlayer and it was only on for a short time but they've extended it now it's on for a year I think it's staying on iPlayer for 11 months or something um, it was made in the 80s it was the first major thing that Robbie Coltrane uh, Richard Wilson and Emma Thompson did and it basically made them all as actors um, it's rich, written by John Byrne who's a playwright uh, and artist and it is just brilliant uh, I remember more of the ca- I saw it when it first came out. I remember the characters. Uh, don't remember the plot so much. Um, it's very, very funny. And then it gets to episode five uh, and it stops being funny. And I was quite shocked. I was genuinely quite shocked. It it seems to have dated a little bit, not, not, not with the look of it. I think it's 1984, five, six, it came out mid-80s. Um, it's dated in a weird way because it's so it's sort of been so influential uh and so many things have been it's it sort of altered the path of i think television drama so much uh that it looks as if it's dated whereas actually it isn't it was completely innovative at the time um i can't recommend it highly enough it's just fantastic the script the dialogue is just brilliant the script uh, the narrative is it does this beautiful thing where it, it tends to drop you in the middle of things and it takes you a while to work out what's going on and it just seems to do that without exposition of course there's exposition has to be but I don't know how he, he he's such a brilliant writer that the uh, the exposition is so natural that you sort of just are gradually aware of what's gone on and what's happened between the last episode you watched and the one that you're watching at the moment um, it's basically about a slightly burnt out uh, uh, Glaswegian 
fifties, well, they play fifties music, um, who are on their twenty fifth year, their silver jubilee tour. Uh, it takes a while to work out uh, who they are exactly, what they've been doing, um, who all the characters are. Some of the characters I still couldn't explain to you. They're so bizarre and funny and just, it's fantastic. I can't recommend it highly enough. Um, so that's on BBC iPlayer. And, um, yes, yeah, so we ended up watching that and sort of a film. I, in fact, we watched the last two episodes. We sat and watched two hours of it, which I, I don't do very often with television programmes. Uh, yeah, and I've been doing lots of cooking. And uh, finally, my work pay has been sorted out. That uh, has been a bit problematic, but that's finally sorted out. Work's going all right. Um, somebody came and saw the show on Friday night, Saturday night, Saturday night. I didn't think they'd enjoy it, but they did. They really enjoyed it. Um, so it's, um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a really nice company. I have to say, um, and then I've got two weeks off actually after next weekend. So next weekend, uh, off to Manchester for a friend's birthday. It's a big birthday and I keep forgetting what big birthday it is. Need to double check on that. And, um, so we're going up for the night. We're going to have afternoon tea on a barge on Sunday at 12 o'clock, uh, and then back to their house for fun and frolics. Apparently, afterwards, uh, this is Ludabel Clarice Bouvier, and um, so that we're looking forward to that. So my last show will be on Wednesday, I think, or Thursday. Uh, no, Thursday, and then there's no show on Friday, and then away for the weekend, and then uh, then I've got two weeks off before the next show comes in because they're refitting the uh, the floor of the theatre stage. So uh, I'm probably going to go up to Harrogate. Uh, for a few days to revisit uh, the ghosts of my life pre-lockdown because uh, I haven't been up there since mum and dad died so I need to go look at the house and see the house with other people living in it and I've got a friend up there so I'll probably spend lots of time with them and then uh, I managed I've managed to be quite good actually so I have phoned a friend and said I'm coming up I've also phoned the plumber and said we've got issues uh, so he's going to come and look at them this week. So I might have to be around. There's there's water patches on the ceiling of the downstairs floor, uh, which has been going on for many of a year, but has been basically put down to cat wee. And now we haven't had a cat for two years, or the cat for two years. Uh, obviously, uh, it was not the cat wee. It's water. So there must be some pipes or something underneath our floor. And our floor is vinyl, uh, which is over... Uh, floorboards so it's going to be a nightmare pulling all that up so I'm burying my head in the sand we've also got a dripping boiler we've also got dripping taps so when you run the shower or flush the toilet the kitchen tap runs a little bit uh, there's lots of things that need doing at the moment um, so there's that and then um, uh, where was I so yes that'll get done and then I need to get some writing done <laughs> and then um I had a nice day yesterday because we went to Darren's. Oh, it was quite a big day yesterday because we went to Darren's and for lunch. And uh, it was a great meeting of uh, Darren and Arnold Holy. Uh, now, Arnold, those of you who listened to uh, or listened to uh, Nothing to See Here will know that Arnold Holy was a very popular contributor to the show. Um, anyway, 
based on a real person. So um, he's a very dear friend of mine. So uh, ironically, he lives around the corner from Darren. So uh, someone had pulled out and I suggested Arnold came uh, for lunch. So Darren and Arnold met each other for the very first time and hit it off like a house on fire, it had to be said. Got on very, very well. Um, usual stressfulness in the kitchen when he was cooking. It is absolutely astonishing. There is There is a table of people... And Darren's in his kitchen, and it's it's horrendous in that kitchen. Um, there's just food and plates and utensils literally flying past your ears. Uh, there's just food all over all over the floor. I managed to just stop a plate from l- l- crushing down onto the kitchen floor with food all, on it. Um, it is like Gordon Ramsay's kitchen nightmares. Uh, and then he just produces this incredible food because uh, he's a brilliant cook. But the thing is, we're all sitting there having a nice time, and then I just get my name yelled. And like Pavlov's dog, I just up and go into the kitchen. And I'm just told to, to bring him this, put that back, move that around, do this, that, and the other. Uh, no one else gets called into the kitchen, uh, shouted into the kitchen, and it's just the tone of voice my mother used to use. I mean, it's that's obviously why I do it. Um, it's so annoying. <laughs> it really is. I've got to stop. <laughs> but anyway, that was all very nice. So, of course, uh, Darren's eats doesn't eat meat, eats fish. He's been like that since the age of 11 or something. So um, I thought, well, I won't plan any fish this week because um, Darren will be cooking fish because he loves his fish, and that'll boost my Zoe points. So what does he cook? Bangers and mash. So basically I get my naught point uh, meat sausages uh, and mash and then he gave us brownies and uh ice cream and uh clotted cream which then <laughs> promised <there. laughs> points right down i couldn't believe it there was a reason he was doing bangers and mash he gave himself vegetarian bangers as another person around the table but then there was lots of things uh he did like a plate of gorgeous broccoli and this sort of roasted uh carrots uh, and the starter was what's the starter was uh, poached egg and smoked salmon and asparagus and aubergines with some sort of um, chili on them <clears throat> that nearly killed one of the guests. Hundred percent. And then he'd laid out uh, little pots of all sorts of different um, mustards, uh, which hardly anybody <laughs> ate, but looked lovely. And then we had bangers and mash with the side dishes of um, asparagus, uh, um, yeah, asparagus and, um, yeah, not asparagus, broccoli, oh, I don't, yeah, broccoli, sorry, broccoli and carrots, it was lovely, so it was a fantastic meal, if you ever want a really good meal, go around to Darren's, so that was a nice day, and everybody got on really well, because a lot, some people had never met each other, and I always get a bit twitchy, uh, but everyone got like a house on fire, and it was really, really nice, and then, um, I think that's it. Um, television is a bit... Um, still watching Tony Wu. Uh, last night's episode was really tough watching, I have to say. the uh, uh, It often resolves itself. Um, but the case she was on, because this is in a Korea, South Korean series with a, an attorney who has autism, um, the case involved another, what they called intellectually it was a woman with special needs she was 27 with the mental age of 13 it interestingly didn't quite resolve itself at the end 
deliberately, um, but against the, the it, it's always fascinating. I mean, trial things are always fascinating, aren't they? Because they throw our society into a spotlight, and this is throwing Korean society into a spotlight, which obviously is uh, interesting in itself. Uh, and then Attorney Wu's started um, a sort of is embarking on a romantic relationship. Uh, and they're and they're treating that absolutely, really seriously and and gently and realistically, um, and it's just beautifully done. And it is actually it's it's so thought provoking, and it's it's a, it's just a beautiful series, a really, absolutely fantastic series. So that's, if anyone hasn't watched it, the extraordinary Attorney Wu uh, on Netflix, highly recommended. Um, just a beautiful life affirming program. So that's that. And then we're still watching the Santa Clarita Diet, which is very amusing. I have to say, Drew Barrymore and Tim Oliphant are so perfect in the lead roles. I'm watching Hotel, which I don't talk about on this podcast. I don't think anybody likes horror on this, that listens to this podcast. But I'm watching American Horror Story Hotel, which is genuinely one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I'm enjoying immensely. Lady Gaga's in it, and she's very, very good. She's a very good actor. I really want to watch um, Star is Born now, actually. I wasn't bothered about it before, but I'd really like to see that now. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. It's been very quiet on the road. Another car's just gone past. And um, I don't think I've got anything else to say. It's been a bit gushy today. I feel I think I'm still a bit... Um, I'm still a bit uh, hyped up from the run. I don't think, oh, there we go, 12 o'clock, time for lunch. So, uh, yes, I hope everybody's um, trying to keep warm. And uh, I think I've said everything. Thank you for listening.